Hey, what's going on, everyone? And welcome back to the Rose House podcast. Here we are with episode three. Kind of exciting that we're already on episode three. Time really does fly. Um, I'm your host, Dino. Today we've got CD. What's up? We've got Fez. <laughs> we also got Flash. What's popping? And last but not least, we got Venge. What's going on? All righty. Podcast time. Yes, uh, sir. Episode three. Let's go. I guess we can start right away and talk a little bit about uh, DBZ Kakra. That's the first thing on our list right now. Dude, that game looks like gold. Pure gold. It, it does. It now, really I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit, I'm going to be the first one to admit, I'm not completely up to date on everything DBZ Kakarot. I'm a little bit behind on the news. I didn't see the latest trailer, but the last bit of information I saw, I think was the whole Boo Saga uh, bits that they released. And dude, everything I've seen on this game looks phenomenal. And this is coming from somebody, look, I love anime fighting games. I absolutely love anime fighting games. I, you know, played the shit out of Storm 3. You know, played I all that stuff like Raging Blast, Budokai Three, everything. So for a game to look this good, that's Dragon Ball, that's not a pure fighter or like an arena fighter. I'm super excited because it looks like they're doing it right. You know, because usually if you look at other anime titles like One Piece, they did World Seeker. Fuck World Seeker, right? So it's like they 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 just they just didn't do it right. This game looks like they're doing it right, dude. And I'm I'm so excited. Everything from the graphics to gameplay, it just looks phenomenal. That's just my quick thoughts on it. At the, before we get too in depth, I'll go ahead and pass it over to somebody else. That trailer was super hype. Oh yeah, you did see I'm the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did see it. Yeah, the trailer was so good. It made me like literally think of like old school DBZ. Like back in the day, that <laughs> bruh, like I'm, I'm man, about to watch it right now. <laughs> I literally no, no lie, I, it caught me in the feels. Like I was like, man, it felt like I was actually watching the beginning of the show of back in the day. You know, I mean, it was like a two-minute trailer, but I mean, I I didn't care about the uh, the fighting styles in it. Like as of right now, I care less because of the cutscenes. The cutscenes no lie, are winning me over more than anything right now because of what they're covering. But we've already had this little bit of a discussion about, like, you know, like, if they don't finish it, I'm going to be super mad. But they better. <laughs> they better deliver, dude. Finish what exactly. <laughs> what, um, just to go in a little bit of detail as far as, like, what you mean by uh, finishing what exactly. Just to, you know, for the people yeah, in well, the chat and audience. Yeah, well, basically what I mean is is there's a lot of uh, Dragon Ball Z games that only cover certain areas and certain parts of the story, all right? There's never been, like, a game that's like, oh, yeah, let me start at, at uh, DBZ and let's just bring it all the way to the Boo Saga and actually make it a complete, you know, story. Right. But, no, there's been other games that have been utterly swept under the rug, you know? And, honestly, I think if they do it with this, man, I'm... I might have to. I don't even care, man. I'll buy everything on that game. <laughs> I'll straight up. I'll, I'll invest my whole wallet into that game if, if it's legit like that. 
Yeah, the, the game looks really nice. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Oh, no. Oh, that's cool. Uh, you can finish if you want. No, 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 cuz I'm going to go in a little bit more detail um in a little bit so you can go ahead and get your thoughts out. All right, got you. So, I'm going to piggyback off of what Fez was saying. That's why I kind of like jumped in real quick. So, yeah, that is a very important thing. Like, how much are they going to cover? And you know how a lot of people is complaining about, oh, but it's the same thing, but it hasn't been done quite like this. Uh, very impressive. Um, my only concern at this point, but especially me being highly judgmental of like anime games as a whole, as a whole because like, there have been a lot of instances when it comes to games like these where it's always half-assed, if I say so myself. Uh, true. Especially, especially in terms of the way Namco Bandai handles DLC, pressures developers Oof. to, you know, say, hey, we got to have either some kind of DLC or season pass, uh, especially when looking at uh, World Seeker. And I feel like that's one of the bigger reasons why World Seeker did as bad as it did. I feel like World Seeker would have done better if they would have just had the characters already in the game instead of just saving them as DLC like that. It's like almost like a move to save face, but not save face. It's like they planned this from the start to try to extend the life of the game by like throwing it up and hoping that they get more revenue from that but once again it's like if if a story game especially a game that's more about story and you don't have that content to really back it up from the start and then then you and you fail to add deal like let's say you just they just make the game right and they leave stuff out intentionally and save it for later but that's the problem with a single player game you can't do that because you want to have as much content as you can so people will really feel invested in the game and so if you leave it out right at the start and then just throw it in everybody's faces that's just gonna make the matter worse so like my hope is that that's not gonna happen with Kakarot. And honestly, I feel like that's not going to happen, especially based on what I've seen from the trailer, some of the gameplay elements that I've seen. They made the smart choice by saying that this game is not going to be that type of game where only Goku is playable. And I feel like that was huge for them. Yeah, you brought up a good point as far as um like you just said you know goku not being the only playable character and um you know just playing throughout the game that's a good addition to kegarod and brings a little bit of just a different pace of and change of things that we you know used to in playing this game so it's gonna be nice to add in and i think um don't like depending on some of the interactions too i remember seeing or dealing with like one of the trailers or whatnot early on with kegarod you get like different interactions from like or references from dragon ball the original dragon ball uh, anime which is nice but um one thing that kind of scares me if we're going to go ahead and like get into like some of the skepticisms and such dino can attest to this we talk about this for days on end is just um just the fact that it's only covering like up to the boot arc and it feel like it's been done so much you can you can really like add on to you know 
the, the game throughout the, you know the continent anime because you have like um you have arcs like gt you have you know super you can add on and stuff like that that uh that hasn't really been done yet per se and only going from you know from the four arcs that we mainly know it can get pretty dull and i can see why people you know are not really gonna worry about this game as much no matter how clean it looks or how good it looks or it might play just the story alone can you know uh it can stir people away just because of it. it's stuff that we already know so it's one of my skepticisms right so like one of the things that it that, that you know that you mentioned too is like it's it's only to the boo arc and there's just so much to dragon ball there's the movies there's you know gt super all that i mean they did that partially in the past with like tenkaichi 3 you know they did a really good do- job with that in terms of like all the characters and stuff like they 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 did a lot in that game in terms of that obviously the gameplay though wasn't crazy good but i mean either or like there was a huge roster for it and like it showed more appreciation for almost a ton of characters it's like 150 character roster so like i don't know i mean the story that's cool it looks fresh you know dbz kakara from the trailers because they put out like multiple trailers for this thing like it looks it looks really really good it's just the thing is it's ending at the boo arc it looks like because they didn't show us anything outside of that right anything like you know janemba or something so i don't know like there's no like thing that's saying hey like we're adding more than just what you guys are thinking right now but it seems like that's the extent here's the thing it's a dragon ball game you know they're not gonna skip off on dlc for something as big as dragon ball and it's bandai yeah it's it's bandai straight up and they're doing that with uh story games as we can see with uh world seeker they're adding like they're still adding story content to world seeker which blows my mind so i without a doubt they will be adding to this game it's so huge they will update it i think i think they'll they'll put out some paid content for sure like like dragon dragon ball is their most selling game right now or their franchise or whatever under bandai like that ip makes them so much money and they're definitely gonna put out dlc and i to be honest with you dude like as glorious as this game looks i will forever say that a game like this but with dragon ball content would be my ideal freaking dragon ball game dude like as much as i want like gt or super in this game if they add like anything dragon ball related into this game like apart from just the npcs that you talk to like I will freaking I will die. I will be happy forever. But no, for sure. They're definitely going to add more to this game. I mean, there's enough already. Don't get me wrong. This game's going to be amazing to play through. But without a doubt, they're going to be adding more, especially with all the uh super content that they had to work with and stuff like that. They're they're not going to miss out on this chance to rob our wallets. It's Bandai. <laughs> Let's be I mean- honest. I mean, in the past, like, I have some other games, too. I think it was called Super Dragon Ball or something. But they stopped at, like, Cell. Wow. It was, like, some mini game. Like, it wasn't a main game. It was, like, kind of those side games. It was Dragon Ball. Right. You know, so. I think I remember that. Was it on PS2? Yeah. Yeah. It it, it was rarely... uh, Infinite World or something like that? uh, Well, Infinite World is actually a little bit more than that. But this other thing, like, literally, like... 
You see, you know how Dragon Ball Fighters has those lobby characters? Yep. There was a there was literally a game that was just like that. Like a game, like them fighting that looks like that. Wait, like, was it was it for the um was it for the PS1? No, it definitely was for the PS2. Okay. I'm I'm gonna have to look up the name. Isn't that like art? Is that not the one that you can actually play at the arcade? Because I remember seeing something like that. I feel uh, like I know the one fast talk about. Oh, it's called Super Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yeah, Super Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, that thing had like no characters whatsoever. They have very none. Um, now one thing that I will add about the whole DLC thing, I feel like based on what they do have it go at least it goes all the way up to the bull arc and if they include the majority of everything that happened in those arcs if they do include dlc i feel like it would be actually good dlc kind of like how because like my opinion about dlc is that if they do it the right way you know there would be no problems kind of like look back at you know, Dragon Ball Fighters, right? And the way they've been handling DLC. I feel like in some points it was kind of mess, especially with the including freaking base form Goku and Vegeta. I just found that kind of stupid. Yeah. Other than that, all of the other DLC that they did include, that was actually smart, especially the super ones, like bringing those together. They even went as far as extending Xenoverse 2 using the super character. So if they was to do something like a super art or something like that, that would actually be really good for Dragon Ball Z, you know, the Dragon Ball Kakarot game. I feel like that would really be perfect for this game in terms of DLC because you can do it a good way. You can do it a bad bad way. Now, I'll tell you this. Now, if they stopped at the Cell Saga, and then you're not getting that much content, and then everything else is DLC, okay, that's freaking bad. Because if you mm -hmm. look at all the majority of the Dragon Ball games, they usually, for the most part, really stop at the Boo art, and maybe they'll give you a few sad missions for, like, movie characters and stuff like that kind of like with dragon ball budokai 3 with the inclusion of broly and cooler and all of that mm -hmm. well i think like because the whole the whole thing for dragon ball z kakarot is you play as the hero so and they have all the core heroes from what i've seen right playable and swappable for you know supports and stuff like that through the story from the cell saga to the boo saga to me that right there is a complete dragon ball game and anything else i'm fine like i'm i'm fine with cell arc through or not cell arc sorry saiyan arc through boo arc that to me as long as that's there and not dlc whatever they release is good all i need for dlc if they want to release it is uh obviously some dialogue possibly some cutscenes. give us an enemy to fight for like a boss and then give us a new playable character for that like so if they do like a brawly dlc right give us brawly as a villain to fight give us some dialogue and then give us uh gogeta 
right? Okay. Like, you know, something like that. Like they don't have to go super in depth. Just give us that extra bit of content and don't overly price us, even though it's Bandai, you never know. But you know what I mean? Just give us little things like that, that would push us. I mean, obviously the community shouldn't be asking for playable villains in this game. If they are, they're stupid. No offense to anybody out there, but this is a hero <laughs> game. This is a hero game. You're right. So, you know, let's let's focus on the heroes here. And really, they could do so much, man. Like, if they wanted to add movies as well as Super, they could even go the route as adding Janimba and, uh, and Brawly in the same pack if they wanted to, because and then just give us Gogeta. Yeah. I because mean, that is a pretty interesting idea. I just, just me, me personally, being a, like, I've been a DBZ fan since, you know, like the, mid 90s you know type deal <laughs> i <Right>. feel old <laughs> Dude, so, yeah i trust me you weren't even born when i was watching this crap on tv you know what i mean and it looks and, and on the real like back then like the story was so good that they just kept rerunning it <laughs> dude like you don't know that but i mean as somebody that actually watch the show and knows the story all right they better have everything if they're talking about Kakarot okay because he officially what I guess what ends himself at uh at cell right but he still has an impact during the boo saga so he the, it has to cover everything that he does which will be certain events and if those are not free I swear to God <laughs> We are in almost 2020. They should have gotten this right by now. All right. Uh, if I want to play the game, let me play the whole fucking game. All right. I don't want to play just part of it. I want to play the whole fucking game. All right. It's my game. I paid the sixty dollars for it. Let me play the whole game. I shouldn't have to pay. Let's for Let's just it. hope it's not Jump Force. Please, God, oh, not no, Jump Force. Dude, don't mention Jump Force. What? I don't think it's gonna be that bad. Though. It's definitely dude. gonna be. It's definitely gonna be Jump Force tier. Like, like if if you guys read the title of the stream, we're not on that topic yet. But just imagine Jump Force being the Nick Cannon of anime games. Well, that's it's all. <laughs> like, like, just imagine that, dude. Like, that game will probably like, dude. More people talk about. Uh, J Stars than they do Jump Force. That's pretty now, and and Jump Force is new, and that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like J Stars was pretty decent and fun for its time. It was never a game to be taken seriously, but when they they took Jump Force and they're like, hmm, let's try to turn that into something. I mean, sorry, J Stars, and then Jump Force is just trash. I don't even want to talk about that. That's a, <laughs> that's um, a topic for another day, speak, like, dude. That game want... hurts my feelings. Like. like on the real... <laughs> It looked okay, like, at first glance when I, because they had, like, little, uh, like, I guess, little spots for it at PAX, right? And it didn't come out yet, but, like, seeing the people that were playing it, yeah, people were playing it at first. So, I guess your impression was, man, that they wanted that game when it came out, was was about to come out, you know? I didn't like it, because I don't like the, the fighting style. I think it's just that. I mean, I'll, I'll, say, I'll go ahead and say this. Like, playing with an open beta, it looked like it had some type of promise. And I was like, okay, because I played open beta, or the closed beta, excuse me, closed beta. And I was like, okay, this game has promise. This might, you know, it might do a little something. Come around the open beta, have all these issues. I was like, all right, now nah, this is about to be a flop. And yeah, from then on in, it's been just that. It's been jump flop, so. Yeah, Glad I missed out on that. 
You know, it's just, they and just you know, slap shit together like a freaking yeah. $1 cheeseburger. Man. And you know, and yeah, and seriously, like, they, they weren't thinking about it in, like, a broader broader range either because, like, they could literally make this game and then make a VR version. So you're actually Kakarot doing this shit to, you know, the next motherfucker that, that fucks with you on the street. <laughs> you know, you can be Kakarot for a second like that, you know? Right. Dude, I'm telling you, they better not screw us on on DLC for this game. Like, so far, I haven't seen anything that's missing, right? But, like, if something is missing that should not be missing in Kakarot, that's DLC, that's dead ass like McDonald's charging extra for pickles. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> they're, like, they're, like, oh, they're like, oh, you want, you want, you want pickles and mustard on your burger? That'll be uh, ten dollars more, please. It's like that should have been on the fucking burger to begin with, bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know it's, like, it's like, come on, you know. It's like it's one of those things. I, I feel like they're actually giving us a good game with this one. And but see, I've thought that so many times, so my hopes are not high. Right. As a as a Bandai Namco fan for years. I, I threw up a little bit saying that. Okay. Um, you know, as an anime fan and stuff like that, I have come to the conclusion that you can never get your hypes and hopes up for an anime title from Bandai Namco. As much as I have enjoyed games from Bandai Namco, don't get me wrong, but that is only after I've put my salt in the wounds and just taken a deep breath and enjoyed it for what it is, not what it should be. Right. And... That's just one of those things. So, and if this game comes out and it actually is as good as it looks, then I will be one happy camper. I, I, I mean, will be. Dragon Ball I, Fighters is okay. Yeah. Fighters. Okay. Fighters is different. The only reason that I don't complain on how dirty they did fighters is because it's a real fighting game. Right. That's the only yeah, reason because they did it dirty with the DLC, with you know, yeah. with well yeah. half the, half the DLC like the base form yeah so like they they did it they did us dirty with the characters on there the only reason i'm not mad is because they all play differently and they're not just you know characters and they, you know they're actually worth the money regardless of what they are they all play their own way so i'm not mad about that but now if this was a game like xenoverse <laughs> sorry <laughs> if this was a game like xenoverse and they put base form goku as dlc dude i would have flipped my <laughs> shit yeah, that i would dude base form gt goku as deals i would have flipped my shit but you know that's besides the point fighters is its own thing because i think it's it's crossed over to the line of competitive and i think fighters is a great game it's just it's not your average anime game if that makes sense yeah, yeah. So I, 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 I can't fight it as its own thing. Yeah. Yeah, and and just to add on to that, I'm I'm sorry, but every time we mention Bandai Namco, I, I'm gonna have to just if you guys are watching Bandai Namco, just remember you screwed me over. I would not you to get. Oh, I would never get to. What in the world? Man took a mean shot with a dude, double barrel, dude. You hear that, Namco? Dude, I'm I'm gonna be completely honest. I I love I love Bandai. I have a love and hate relationship with Bandai. I buy a lot of Bandai's games. Um, I've played and covered a lot of Bandai's games. I enjoy a lot of Bandai's games. 
but I'm not blind to Bandai's bullshit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you ever buy their action figures, man? You ever buy their figures? Dude, I will, I will, I will be the first, I will be the first one to come out and say, I'm, I'm not a, I don't hop on trains, you know what I'm saying? Like if a game's really good and everybody's, you know, riding it and, you know, saying, oh, it's great, but I think it's shit. I'm gonna say it's shit. If I think, if everybody's hating on something I think is good, I'm gonna let you know I think it's good. And that's just how I am with games, man. And I will, I will be the first to let y'all know whether or not I think Fighters is worth the 60 bones. Shout out to the gamer 2323. Yo. Uh, <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Can you we know, get it's like <laughs> I can't, I can't do it. But you know what I'm saying. So I, I really hope this game is as appealing and fun as it looks, dude. Because they're doing a really great job with marketing. They're doing a really great job with how they're piecing the trailers together, and uh, the art looks amazing. The animation on it looks amazing. Just the characters, everything looks great. All I'm saying is, I, I hope that the gift is as good as the packaging. Yeah, I just I just wish for this longevity. Like, at this point, DLC is fine. Like, personally, yeah. I would you know hope you know have everything you know and the additional stuff in there day one. But I can really understand with like some stuff. It's you know dealing with games nowadays is like really strict deadlines and such. So you gotta put that into a, in account. So um, at least just you know with DLC like good DLC to keep the game going would be nice I just want lo longevity with this game I'm not trying to have like a a quick you know cash scheme type thing with this game because it has a lot of promise with this so right only thing I really just wish is longevity some type of way because everything else is is fine I'm just worried about the longevity part of it so like I and I know this is co uh, completely different from Kakarot but it's like i'm gonna kind of treat it the same way so you got star wars uh jedi fallen order that game is magnificent it's a story-based game like kakarot is but once you get to the end apparently they don't have dlc plans for it i played it through one time i really i you know that that's just what i you know that's just what i've heard i played it through one time it was a great experience dude i haven't opened the game back up and I really want this game to be something that I can play it through. I can grind, you know, my character up, have fun, but also I want it to be something I can come back. When you have a game this, you know, graphically pleasing and well done, you want to be able to come back to it. And it's like, even, even if it's not something that you can play for a year round, it's not one of those types of games, you just hope that if they give you a good base game for once, that they continue. It's like, you know, it's like sometimes when you don't think you want DLC for a game, you just want them to work on the next thing. They overload you with DLC, but when you actually want it, they're like, they better, they better do something good, man. I mean, speaking of like the DLC type deal, like they should have just the whole game. And if there's like the spinoffs, every movie, no lie, is criterially like in theory a spinoff of the series right mm -hmm. you know because it's own separate thing so i'd be like yeah i could add like a three movie thing in there for you know for you know 6.99 or 7.99 type deal for a dlc type thing yeah i'd understand that or adding the uh, gt saga you know for, for 15 bucks or something like that or you know super add-on type deal 
because I mean to be honest with you, Super has nothing to do with what happened in Z. Like I'll be honest with you. Right. No. Yeah. That was that would that would just be like and that would and just for, be like dope content. And for all of the people that don't don't know and understand the old folklore on on it, Goku actually died in GT. Okay. And if you guys look at the last movie that was in GT, all right. Goku wasn't around. It was Goku's grand grandson or something like that. Great. Oh no, it was Pan. Pan. Pan's grandson. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, and it was like a hundred years after the whole fact of the matter of everything that happened. So, in theory, Goku died right there. So everything you're seeing in Super and everything after that is kind of like, oh yeah, they, they can do whatever they want. <laughs> I know where the story is, and it's with Kakarot. Dino, what about you? Any uh, any final thoughts on that? No, I mean, we'll just see what the game is. Right. We can say. Comes out January seventeenth, by the way, for those who are looking out for it. So, be prepared for that. Yeah. Okay. I'll definitely be. uh, I'll definitely be. You know, it's not one of those I want to go to GameStop and get it. Screw that. We're past that. Uh, I'll be downloading it onto my hard drive on my PS4. Uh, Day one. I I don't don't think it's. I I don't want to go to GameStop anymore for a hard copy of an anime game. I just because then I want to take it back and uh, you know. (laughs) I'm gonna just just download it and make myself give it a chance. You know what I'm saying? So. <sighs> that's that's pretty much that. Uh, if anybody doesn't have anything else to say, what about uh, what's our next topic? This freaking Nick let's, Cannon let's Eminem hope... bull. Oh my lord! Let's just oh. hope Kakarot doesn't flop like this guy. Dude, I I am way too much up to date on this Nick Cannon shit than I should be. Like I have been following this shit to the T. Like. A lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people don't know this. I am a huge fan of hip hop. Well, a lot of people do know that, but like they don't know how deep and you know I, I dive into it. Uh, Nick Cannon, I, I highly doubt you're watching this or listening in, but you done fucked up. You, you done, <laughs> you done fucked up. You done poked the damn wasp nest because you best believe, dude. You best believe. If M hasn't responded yet, which he hasn't, he, you are going to hear from M. And it's either going to be on his album, it's going to be on a disc that's going to come out of nowhere. Like, a, dude, I swear to God, if he puts out a Merry Christmas Nick disc nice. track. I can see that comment. It, ru- it, ru- <laughs> it ruins his holiday, dude. Can you imagine? He's ready, dead. He's dude. done. You're oh, done. Man, it's, like, it's, like, it's like Nick... Boy. Not only did your wife leave you, but your fan base about to leave you too for whatever that counts for. Does he even have a fan base? What do I do, dude. Barely. Surprisingly, he he's got some what? sort of one. I... All the Nickelodeon people, man. <laughs> I want to. I want to let you know. I want to let you know that when he dropped that first one, and I heard him speak on M's daughter and his wife in the same track. Oh, that's a round dog. Dude, I was like, you just did the top two things that they tell every rapper in the game not to do. Like, I'm telling you, like, every studio, when a rapper comes on the scene, they're like, look, this is what you don't do. 
two of those things in the top five is don't fuck with m's wife don't fuck with m's daughter dude i'm telling you right now it is over and if you guys don't know he got um he got suge knight on that shit too dude for for those of you that don't know for those of you that don't know suge knight suge knight is freaking wild dude and they have problems with him in the streets dude is in jail spitting bars that's funny Dude, I've seen screenshots. 50 Cent went on social media and was like, you brought Suge Knight on here? Dude, it's some gang shit now. I will pull up and gun you down type of thing. That is, I, dude, I saw everywhere that 50 Cent came out and posted that and it's getting real. Like the fact that 50 cents involved, Obi Trice is involved. For those of you that don't know, Obi Trice hopped on a track with him for this track years ago that was flames with DMX. I'm sorry, I'm a real hip hop like egghead here. So, even but, like, our lyrics. Dude, <laughs> it, it, everybody's coming out the woodwork for him, dude. dude it's crazy, it's yeah. nuts. You're right, though, but on a real, what he did, though, straight up, as soon as he dropped that, it was bad. Every, it made him look bad and then he drops the second one and it's like you know we I don't even think we can even take you serious anymore Nickelodeon we can't, we, we can't, we can't take you serious anymore drumline Nick Bro, and I, I, yeah Nick straight and up I, what's, ah! yeah, what's the last in the rule book? I don't even know if that many people in here know what that is Dude, I'm sorry, but the moment M went on Twitter, he didn't even have to put a diss track or nothing. The moment M went on Twitter and called this man Nicholas, <laughs> he cut his nuts <laughs> off right there. He cut his nuts off right there. Freaking Nick 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 my gardener jealous. Yes, M. Like that's how he's responding now. It's cr- dude. He made Nick his bitch with one tweet, that's and it's like it, it's nuts. And no. Nick didn't do good enough for a diss. No. But for somebody so persistent for three tracks plus here, here's the here's the reason I think it, three tracks plus their past history plus the fact that he's got all these new battle rappers on here that don't know the consequences that come with hitting with him, right? Like M at this point has to say something somewhere because if he doesn't, that's gonna make everybody think, okay, it's fine to fuck with M now. Because M is that's that's all his image has been in rap. Like you come at me, you speak on my seed, you speak on my ex wife, anything, you're fucking dead. And it's like not not literally, but lyrically. And that's what he's done to everybody. And if he lets these new battle rappers slide on trashing this man because there was a couple lines that they had not nick but the battle rappers that you know that definitely hit they weren't you know deep hits or anything but they definitely hit the mark and if he lets them slide with that i don't know how i'm gonna feel but he's got he's got to say something dude he will eventually yeah Yeah, you already know he will thing is i mean the acknowledgement of it, it's kind of like you brush it off because he already knows it. Man, Nick, Nick ain't shit. But now, I mean, he's bringing up Nick. What Nick Cannon is initially doing, all right? He's bringing up old news to make himself famous, all right? 
it's like MGK said something, right? But then like the reason why MGK said something was because he heard him on his uh, you know, newest album. So yeah, he 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 responded quick. Nick Cannon took oh, ten years almost. Yeah. Are you kidding me? And, and the thing is, he's bringing himself into the Mariah Carey thing, where on the real, like Nick, know your role, buddy, and know that uh, you know Mariah was uh, fucking with M way before before you were even a thought. Drumline, you feel me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So basically, he already dipped the net. No, <laughs> yeah, he getting the little, he getting the leftover. Uh, well, well, it's not even that. It's more or less like kind of like personal shit. Like if I'm sitting here spitting a rap about about somebody, I'm spitting it about them. You on the sideline, I don't care if you're married to her or not. Don't be getting involved because that was something that me and her were going back and forth, and we still are going back and forth. So just let us handle what we got to do, and you just sit out. And all Nick Cannon did was make himself look like a little pussy. <laughs> Here, here's, what, here's what gets me, dude. Nick Cannon, if you really want to dive into the facts, Nick Cannon has been so hypocritical on these tracks. So, like, he, you know, he's coming to M for being obsessed with Mariah. Nick, all of his bars have been directly towards Mariah and M. So not only has Nick brought up Mariah so than M has in the past few years, then, you know, in like one track. So you got that. And then you got him calling M old. Everybody's calling M old. But then that Nick was old. just married to Mariah. Mariah's like 50 in March. Older than M. Like, are we going to are we going to forget <laughs> that this man wasn't married to a quote-unquote cougar. <laughs> and he's gonna, oh, and, God, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then he's going to come in for his age. It's like, dude, you were just, you had a kid with a woman older than the... <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. I mean, it's just like everything that, that Nick has said is just like swept under the rug. Like nothing that he said hit. Not on the real, like you looked at him in his videos, he looked like he smoked smoked too much weed and didn't get enough sleep because of everything that's going on in his in his head. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like he's stressing himself out. He looks older than than uh, what what he looks. You know what I'm saying? Dude, dude sounded like he was making a nine one one. Like literally, he was whispering. Un- his whole track was whispered. No, like, no. The one thing that got me was he used M's lyrics as his chorus. Dude, that was so to make it look, like, that's corny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black bitch. What is that? Was like black. What black bitches are dumb. Black bitches are bitches or whatever. You know, like. Oh, you know, that's, I don't even know, man. All I know is that he was using the M shit, but taking it totally out of context, I guess, in general. But it's like, bro. It like, it was it was embarrassed. He embarrassed himself. Yeah. Like, dude, it's nuts. I I've never seen somebody dig their own grave and then hide that. Like, I mean, I've seen I've seen rappers put themselves in positions to where somebody else dug, pushed them in it. But I've never seen somebody go, well. It's what time I'm just saying die. though. What I'm just saying though. How are you gonna? I'm just saying. Ask this to the whole chat to everyone watching. How are you gonna send the invitation, right? And then a week later, 
cancel the invitation. <laughs> That's <laughs> terrible. Oh my god. How are you going to do that? Dude, dude, you I don't know if you guys have ever seen that Family Guy episode where he comes downstairs and he's like, Hey Lois, what are you doing? <laughs> Butt club, Peter. He's like, Oh, okay, snaps his own neck. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's literally Nick Cannon. He comes down, hey M, what are you doing? Making money. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what? The thing that I hate about this whole thing and you kind of like you guys touched on it when he was talking about the whole racism thing and him being hypocritical one thing that I cannot stand is when to see I'm black right and one of the things that I hate now I'm not trying to generalize or be that guy but I'm kind of gonna have to be that guy one thing that I hate about my fellow African Americans is when they use those classic cliche tired lines about somebody trying to be black. Because here's the funny thing, especially after watching um, M's documentary a while ago, this dude isn't trying to be black. He literally got up there using his own style that was far unique. Like, when you compare this style back in the day to everyone else's it was extremely unique and not only that this dude gained the respect of so many people and not only that people fear him they fear his his lyrical prowess this dude isn't trying to be black he did it his way I mean he literally poked fun of himself in a lot of his earlier in a lot of his earlier tracks and people related to that like he made it his own to the point where other people respected him Buster Rhymes had a lot of you know good things to say about him especially when he was on the same stage as him it's just mind-blowing and to see Nick Cannon use such tired lines like that and even calling this dude Vanilla Ice the new Vanilla Ice and this dude literally called himself the new Pac? He did not he did not say that he this did dude he did literally can I, can I just jump he off is the, not the new Pac. he just turned himself into his own in internal apocalypse if you catch uh, my drift on that well hey at least you guys know how black you are and this motherfucker right here is sitting there goddamn disgracing it disgracing every bit of it because tupac i'll tell you straight up he stood for, for something for, for for blacks and you know that you know that just about as, as hard as anybody else he was like that one piece of truth that was out there and he was speaking it and everybody, you know what I'm saying, recognize it, you know? That's Pac, but Nick Cannon, no, he doesn't speak truth. He, he's not, no, he's not hilarious. And straight up, fuck you, son. We ain't, fuck, fuck Nick Cannon, all right? Yeah. I don't know. It's like, I, I'll say this. It's like, T.I. said it best in the interview with Nick Cannon, matter of fact, is that, crazy white boy energy. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> he literally he said it best. That's what M has. He's not trying to be black. He's not trying to be anybody else. When he raps, you can feel that crazy white boy energy. And I, I mean, I can say that I'm white. I mean, I'm, <laughs> we crazy. It's like, it's like literally, it makes the most sense. It's like he's not trying to be anything, and that's all these rappers try to do is hit him with that comment. And it's crazy to me. I mean, you also got to remember, you got Eminem lost his best friend a couple years ago, early 2000s, I believe. Uh, proof. If you guys listen to any of uh, M's old music, uh, D12, anything like that, uh, rest in peace, Proof. He talks about him and holds him so high to this day, dude. We're in 2019. He still builds this man up and holds him on a pedestal, his best friend, and he was black. If M was racist, M would not be doing that. Yep. I, and, and I mean, he wouldn't have signed 50 Cent. Dude, 50 Cent has literally said that M has saved his life and changed it. If M was racist, he wouldn't have done that. That's mm-hmm. true. Doc, Dr. Dre being someone, Dr. Dre, someone who literally, I'm not going to say what it stands for, y'all should know, literally helped create the NWA someone who stands for what he stands slash stood for would not have signed M if M was racist. Yeah, like, he's bringing up, he's bringing up, like, non, he's bringing up bullshit in, in about to be 2020, and, you know, we all know Nick Cannon is older than me. He's around, he's around your age, or a little bit older, ain't he? Uh, Should be older. I think Nick Cannon is like 37. Yeah, I was too damn old yeah, he, to be doing I all that. I'm just saying, he's too damn old to be You would, you would think, I, bitch. No, he's 39. Yeah, I'm he's, sorry. he's 39, but still. Ugh, that's yeah. even worse. <laughs> <laughs> you've you seen that second verse of that song, he, he did nothing but put black profiled figures that were like predominant in pop culture or any sort of historical with, with African Americans. All right, he was literally throwing that in there as if it, he's throwing, he was, he pulled up the race card. All right, it's a diss track. All right, supposed to diss the person, not throw historical facts. Yep, it, <laughs> it's it's <laughs> like, like it's just it's nuts. He everything he said, and I mean I guess that's like why he doesn't feel like he should respond. Maybe is because none of it is facts but at the same time you look at somebody like mgk none of his was facts i mean the only thing is mgk just had a better track you know what i'm saying like but nothing he said was enough to take m down you know it's like so m didn't have to respond to mgk either but I think the whole thing with that is, you know, they already went back and forth and that was, that was, that had a years, years build up as well. I mean, you can go look that up and we're not going to get into that. Um, but it's like with something with Nick Cannon, I think just the history alone and then him mentioning his family on multiple occasions and bringing these new rappers, I feel like that alone is at least enough for him to speak on in his new album when he, uh, whenever he drops it. But it's just, can somebody, Look, and when I say this, I don't mean kill 
Nick Cannon. I don't I don't I don't want him dead. I mean like in the on the business side, like can somebody his just kill this man? Long. Like his career. Can somebody kill this man's career? Like whatever No, because here's the thing. I mean you can say what you want about Nick Cannon. His career is not dead. His rap career maybe, but can somebody like literally Benzino the fuck out this man? Please? <laughs> like <laughs> like it's, we, no, but it's kind of unfortunate. Cause he's done all this stuff like he did the nickelodeon thing he did the wild now like he did a lot of stuff you know right. he's still the chairman of nickelodeon dude like what? Uh, oh, yeah. wait 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 if, if yeah. i'm not mistaken i'm pretty he, sure he's still the chairman of teen nick he's not on it but he's still over a whole bunch of stuff he committed his own be ahead of freak <laughs> nickelodeon like like what? one of his one of his bars was like uh, was like back then you were messing with Nickelodeon Nick, and now this is like they're saying it's a different Nick. It's like, dude, it's still Nickelodeon it's Nick. Still his it's name like... is in it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you can't run from that. No, you dude. From I, that. I'm I'm sorry. Here, here's here's the thing. It's like everybody M is dissed. Has their career's gone except for MGK. MGK's got enough talent, but like he can get his fan base going. I don't think MGK. I think Eminem put like a cap on MGK, right? But like he can't really get that big. But you know, as far as Nick, Nick has done it himself. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like M hasn't even yes. like and it's just nuts. I mean, but it's you got all this stuff. I want somebody to really Benzino the fuck out of Nick, please. Like make it to where like nobody wants this dude. Like I'm talking about with what nick has tried to do for clout i'm very i'm a very mean person when it comes to this if i see somebody doing what nick's trying to do i hope he's homeless dude i want like literally get get destroyed i i, I don't want you on tv i don't want to see you on my screen i don't want to yeah. see you in my youtube notifications to my i don't want to see anybody mention nick cannon's name like that's why i think him that's why i want him to respond because he needs to be on that level the fact that Nick Cannon has no business, no business talking about him at this so point. Being the CEO of Nickelodeon, bro, man, what? Don't you supposed to have a family-friendly badge to be running Nickelodeon? No. Well, see, here, here's the ridiculous thing, dude. And so many people are not keeping up to date with the story. They think, okay, M just dropped this song and talked about Nick Cannon, and so Nick or M started it. No. Nick went on an interview with T.I. and started trashing the shit out of M. M saw it and responded on a track because M doesn't do interviews. He's not a gossip queen. He'll literally just straight up go on a track and be like, look, fuck you. And he'll make, <laughs> yeah. and he'll make money doing it. And that, I can respect that because he's the, he's the craft of hip hop for it. So it's like, that's the only thing. Nick dug his own grave when he got on there. He made the tracks, and that's his way of crawling into it. Well, guess what? M, you need to come with the shovel, grab it from MGK's music video, and scoop the dirt on that motherfucker right now, please. It's like, we need that right now. That's all I, that's all I got to say. I'm very biased. I love M, but, I mean, I, I think anybody at this point, I, I don't think it's even possible to be biased against M with how good he is at this point. I, I think mean, so. he literally turned, turned... He's a legend. Nobody... <laughs> Oh, Nobody oh, but you'll never be a legend. I'm sorry. 
It can't contest <laughs> with this dude. I mean, M has murdered so many people lyrically. This dude can come out of a damn high. Oh, I just cursed. Oh, he just came out of a. I said it already. He came out of a hiatus and just blowing up. I mean, he could just come out of nowhere and blow up. Venom. I was. I'm addicted to his uh, Venom track. Yeah. So heavy. And and then he comes out of nowhere and just destroys somebody and that's already back on the map. I mean, that's just how talented he is. I mean, like, who else can say, who else can do that? Really, who else can do that? You don't see a whole lot of other MCs literally just coming out of, like, coming out of nowhere, maybe, like, 10 years ago, and come out of nowhere and do that. Yeah, Nick Cannon ain't no rapper, man. Come on, man. You know, in man. 10 years, that's what I see. I see Venge as the, as the chairman of Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah let me take that. <laughs> hey, 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 he's got the family-friendly badge, right? I got the yeah. polish up my damaged family-friendly badge, though. I got to do that first so that I can get back up there. You need some. You need family-friendly goodness on here, okay? But the... but you know what? They keep Nickelodeon on the map, though. You got to get to know You got to have some after dark spit too. So, Vangelodian, so, yes. I know. So, th see, this is just a topic I'm very passionate about. I know I'm talking. Yeah, uh, this one. I mean, I'm I'm sorry, dude. Like, I've been it's wanting to talk about this for a long time. No, no, I remember about I was, it. I was like, saying this right before the we we uh, started. I was like, you know, we made a diss track and on the real, like. That, uh -oh. be, that I'm just saying that that, that beats down any Nick Cannon material hardcore, and we don't we don't even do this. Dude. I mean, come on, he didn't send nothing, no, nothing straight, no facts in what he was saying. And he, he did straight doo doo garbage, and his peoples were garbage. Like, come on, man, you don't. Man. And then that set, man, come on, invitation, man, man, you should have ripped it up and, and threw it out and not even publicly addressed it, my guy. You killing me over here? Like drop the <laughs> stick, proof. Stick to drop movies. that disc tracking here. No, no like, dude, literally, Nick died almost before he even started rapping on his first track. Like, I'm just gonna say this right now. Suge Knight came on and said, "Eminem, whatever your name is, I'm sorry. I know you've been locked up and under a rock, Suge. Uh, but everybody knows who the fuck Eminem is." Especially somebody with the connects he has and the influence that he has, even though it's not a very positive influence. You know who the fuck Eminem is, and don't hop on a song acting like you don't. Like, more people know who he is than they know who you are. I'm sorry. Then he's like, but Nick is family. Okay. And then they got a chorus that has no idea. Dude, the chorus has nothing to do with the song. It's literally about money everywhere and, like, talking about women so they just so they out. just dug a chorus out the damn archives to throw on this shit. Like the chorus sounded good. I like the chorus. It was catchy, but it has nothing to do with the track. Therefore, I subtract ten points immediately. And then when Nick hops on, dude, <laughs> it's like it's like he goes, I "Fuck with crack," but the white boy he fucks with crack. What the fuck is that, dude? <laughs> I don't I, I, dude, I could write better than that. Are you kidding me, Nick? It's like not only is that a whack line. But the man is like eight years sober, at least. 
it's like, are you really gonna talk about some shit that's almost a decade old? He, he doesn't even do drugs anymore. It's like, okay, that hit. So let's talk about his family. Are you kidding? Then he's like, this this is gonna take a, a page out of Drake's book and get a Grammy. I ain't even gonna mention nothing else. The fact that he said that, he ended his own life in his first track and he dropped three of them bitches. Yeah, but it's crazy. Suge Knight, all right, he's been in jail since 2015, all right? He must have not heard anything for, uh the the new album or whatever i guess they don't have that radio station in jail ah all right but you know what i'm saying like he he's gonna be in jail for the next 25 years at least the next 20 to 25 years you're right all right so regardless of how he feels and how he's gonna talk bro you ain't going nowhere man just just sit just sit your old damn washed up ass in that damn cell and, and eat that damn dried up ass fucking cornbread nah eat them honey buns, boy. the freak no, he gonna nah, he ain't gonna do nothing. He probably sitting there. He's dropping soap. He don't got the rope. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Whoa. <laughs> I'm gonna What you doing, Shug Now You ain't shit. Out of here. You in jail. Roast yourself. I will say Shug Knight grabbed the belt, but dude too big. There ain't no size belt that could fit around that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the motherfucker look like Wreck It Ralph. But with no hands. I can't. the boy hands out here. What the hell? Literally, literally, do Suge Knight deadass look like Wreck It Ralph with no hair? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, can you imagine if Mister if Mister Clean fused with Wreck It Ralph? Oh. <laughs> okay. You got you got you going somewhere with that, dude. Yikes. That's that's literally Suge Knight. Like, hello, Pixar. What are you doing? <laughs> Oh, Gross. Speaking of wreck, is this motherfucker is trying to wreck our podcast. Oh man! Well, anything else, y'all? Do we have any any others? Are we gonna wrap it up? <laughs> let's let's wrap it up. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. As they said. Uh, this was a short episode. Um, Flash is going to be heading out with uh, some family and stuff, so have some fun, man. Have fun, man. Early in the morning, so. Also, uh, con- again, congratulations to CD for uh, for graduating. We didn't have him here last week, so uh, yeah, yeah, it was good awesome. to be good back. It's, it's good to have it's good to have him back. Um, shout outs to the crew too, because uh, I gave them the choice whether to leave me out this episode or. Uh, make it shorter and they were like no we're gonna have the whole gang so and i feel bad because i kind of talked for half the episode but you know it's rare when a topic comes along where i'm like you rare when a topic comes along (laughs) no but uh, but seriously shout outs to everybody and uh yeah Happy holidays to everybody too. Holidays yeah. are coming up, yeah. and by the, happy time, happy by the time we be back, it'll oh, be right in the middle of that. So happy holidays to everybody happy. in advance. Yeah. Heck yeah. Happy Christmas. Oh, yeah. yeah. Merry New Year and Happy Christmas, everyone. Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate <laughs> out there. Whatever it is. Oh yeah. Whatever you oh. celebrate. Yeah. Happy. Whatever you celebrate, man. You want to, you know, sit there and go down by a van, down down by the river. You can do that too. You know, you can go everywhere you want. You can do what you do. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and say this real quick before we end it. Uh, to remind all you beautiful people to follow our social media. 
Uh, you can follow us on all of our social media, Roast House PC on Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube, and you can also follow us on Spotify with uh, Roast House Podcast. You can find us. Uh, CD puts our episodes up on there for you guys to listen to. In my opinion, Spotify is my go-to for podcasts. Make sure you guys check us out there. If you go into our About section, you can see Flash, CD, Dino, Vinge, and Fez, along with some links to the right of our names. Follow us on our Twitters, our individual Twitters. We put a lot of uh you know our personal stuff on there too and uh we all have our own youtubes and twitches and stuff like that if you guys are interested in gaming dino vinge cd fez all of them they all stream games i'm a little bit slacking but if you guys like nintendo and you're not following them already in retro games then make sure to hit them up and uh yeah that's just your your weekly reminder to hit yeah, us all up on, on social Twitch, media. The most important thing, so you guys oh, can yeah. right. Oh yeah, shout out to Shots Fired, fuck Kingdra, okay? Also, <laughs> real quick, I'm gonna be Kingdra, he's an asshole. <laughs> also, I'm gonna begin things in the works with um, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. It's been kind of slow because it's been the holidays, so trying to get that distributed on those platforms has been pretty slow so i'm gonna try to work with those as soon as possible but when that happens i'll be sure to put that on twitter so be sure to be on the lookout for that so be sure to follow our twitter page so oh yeah yo Here. thank you guys for your support man y'all were crazy again for this episode three. Oh hell yeah, yeah. you guys are good people here good stuff do the slogan bro i'm, I'm not <laughs> i'm not uh i'm not one to always you know bring stuff up but we've had you know I, I try not to look at analytics but we've had almost 400 people follow this twitch since you know the first episode and that blows my mind you guys are holy killing cow it. yo dude we are too off from 400 yo if you guys aren't following the stream make sure you guys be do sure that. to follow now yes we, um, fellow roasters follow when I tell you guys, when I tell you guys that we love this podcast and it's the fact that it's something that we can all take a break from our our work lives, our streaming lives, and everything, and just hop on this. This this is just natural for us, man. We love this. You know, we're, we're, this is literally the definition of a squad of friendship hopping on and just chatting, and you know, you guys listening, in, and that's that's awesome. I I love this so. Yes, the hottest podcast with the chillest crew. And one more thing, too. I hope you guys. And one more thing, too. I hope you guys like the new overlay now. You guys are able to see who's talking, you know, throughout the uh, the, the podcast. I know I've been hearing about that for, you know, the past two episodes and stuff and trying to get all that stuff. And people, you know, want to see who's talking and what's going on with that. So the new overlay, hope you guys like it. And if there's any other feedback, be sure to let me know or any of us know. We'll be sure to uh, tweak it, um, you know, as we go along. But yeah, we are good. Over here. Last podcast, y'all, for the year next next week. Yes, sir. Yeah, next yes, sir. And then we're hitting 2020 with the other one. 2020 yeah. lit. Yeah. Yeah. 2020 double digits and stuff. We're never gonna have another year like that. That's crazy. No yeah, way. 2019. We're gonna wrap it up and you know probably tell. We're gonna have some campfire stories probably. Campfire yeah, stories. up that up. year. Sum up this year, my guy. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a great thing. So guys, tune in next week because uh, next next uh, week be the last podcast of the year. So, boom. Oh yeah. Yee. 
Alright. <laughs> the dino, you always open it if you want to give us a formal outro and then uh, You know this man you actually did it last time, but you know what? Okay. Alright, y'all. Thank you so much for hanging out. Appreciate it. Of course, follow the gang. You can find us at Rose House Cast on the team. But other than that, thank you guys for hanging out. We love y'all. Appreciate you hanging, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace and God. Bless.